Hi, sweet angels, and welcome to the Spiritually Sourced podcast. This podcast is all things spirituality, mysticism, manifestation, self-love, and everything in between. Each week, we will explore new spiritual pathways that will allow yourself to live as your highest self. Interviews with expanding women in the spiritual world and channeled messages in solo episodes will allow you to have a new way of thinking, being, and owning who you are. Thank you for being here and enjoy the episode. sweet souls and welcome back to another week of the spiritually sourced podcast i am your host missy and it is such a pleasure to have you all here if you are tuning in for the first time then enjoy but if you're back for another week then welcome back i am so deeply grateful for all of you that tune in each week really makes me so excited to record these episodes for you and to keep sharing This week is going to be another solo episode in between interviews and I know that all of you are really loving the interviews especially after the feedback that I got from the episode with Asti Marie last week. If you haven't listened to that episode I highly recommend going back and listening to that because it is so incredible, so expansive. She was such a pleasure to interview and She just brought through so much knowledge and empowerment and I was really grateful to be able to have that opportunity with her. So if you haven't listened, I would definitely go back and tune into that. But as I said, this week is just going to be a solo episode and I'm going to make it a little bit fun as well. If you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, you definitely should go do that. It's at Miss C, so M-I-S full stop S-E-A. You will know that I talk a lot about the Pleiadians and being like an earth fairy and the Lemurians and all of these other realms that I kind of discuss on there. And I realized that I've never really gone into depth about what they are. So I thought that would be a really fun episode to go into today as well as as some questions that came through on Instagram, just some random Q&As. But I just thought we'd keep it nice and light for this week, something really fun And I also did a tarot card pull um, for you babes this week as well using my new Dreamweaver tarot deck from my beautiful friend Leah. It is so amazing. Like the photography and the illustrations on it are so incredible and they're made to look like little um, Polaroids and just the creativity is just so amazing. I'm so grateful to have so many women around me in the spiritual creative world And to be able to use their beautiful tarot and oracle decks, it's, yeah, I like teared up when I got it in the mail. I'm so grateful. But I've done a little pull for you, babes, and also just a little astrology update because we've we've had a few things happening in the cosmos recently. So Mercury just entered Pisces, which is really exciting because... Mercury is the planet of like communication and it what rule it's what rules communication and technology and Pisces is a really spiritual really creative sign so this is a time of really heightened ideas and creativity so if you are feeling into any ideas that are coming to you at the moment definitely start to plant those seeds to allow that idea to flourish and to grow so definitely now is the time to act on anything that you have had coming up whether that be like an artistic idea or a writing possibility or 
whatever it is, now is definitely the time to kind of put that inspired action into your creative manifestations. It's a really beautiful time. We also have the full moon in Leo coming up on the 9th, which is this Sunday, which I'm also really excited for because Leo is a really beautiful, warm, fun energy. And that coupled with the full moon is just going to be a really amazing time for having fun and releasing and really being proud of everything that we manifested with the new moon. So really looking forward to that. And if you do follow me on Instagram, you also would have seen that I channeled a message from the Pleiadians yesterday and they were saying that there is going to be a shift in the veil between consciousness and our subconscious minds and we are going to be shifting into a new reality if we are open to it. And they said that that veil is going to be lifted from the 7th to the 9th of February, which is this weekend. So I'm really excited for all of the energies that are around us at the moment and I keep getting really strong, clear messages coming through of that veil being lifted. So that's definitely something to tap into this weekend through meditation and being out in nature as well. It's going to be really powerful. So I really believe that a lot of you are going to be able to channel that Pleiadian energy and to really tap into that other side of consciousness that some of us aren't yet awakened to. So really excited for that. But before we get into this week's episode, I'm just going to go over the tarot pool that I did for you babes, which I, as I said, I used the Dreamweaver tarot deck, which was really amazing. I'm going to be posting a photo of these cards up on my story as well. Um, I might even do a post with them because they are really beautiful, but we pulled the Eight of Blades, which is basically like holding yourself back, showing that you're holding yourself back in some way. And I'm getting a really clear message that this is to do with creativity and that crea creativity that's flowing through at the moment. So it's almost like a limiting self-worth kind of situation where you almost think like your work isn't good enough or that your artistic skills aren't good enough or whatever it is around this kind of new creative venture that you're wanting to take. You're kind of keeping yourself in this bubble and you're keeping yourself protected but what this um what the eight of blades is really calling us to do is to have that self-awareness to break through that bubble and to break through that barrier that you've created around yourself to release those self-imposed restrictions and so really allowing ourselves to have that self-awareness that that is something that we have placed upon ourselves and not something that someone else has placed upon us so that's a really clear message coming through with that one. And then we've got the Empress card, which is really beautiful to pull with the Eight of Blades because it's just reminding us then to give ourselves that nurturing energy and to almost mother ourselves. So have that self-awareness that we sometimes like that we have to have, which can almost feel like a little bit brutal when we think of ourselves having that really clear self-awareness. But then the Empress card coming in with that is showing us that we have the ability to not only have that really clear self-awareness, but we also have the ability to really mother and nurture ourselves. So that's a really beautiful card to pull. And then we've got the Justice card, which to me is just really balancing out those two energies. So a real balancing of that self-awareness, which can be very clear and sometimes 
when we have to be hard on ourselves in a good way, but also that very nurturing energy. So it's almost like a balance of the masculine and the feminine energies. So it's a balance of that, you know, I've got to be doing this kind of like that hustle mentality with that flow and that nurturing. And so the justice card is just really bringing all of these three cards together for a really beautiful, clear reading which is really amazing going into this week. As I said, Mercury is in Pisces, so it's really time to let your creativity flow and allow yourself to really step through any barriers that you've placed around yourself for protection or anything that's been self-imposed. It's really time to ascend through those and transition out of those into a new beautiful way of being. So that is the tarot card pull for this week. And now I want to get into the episode. So like I said, I'm really excited. This week's episode is going to be all about fairy energy, different realms, astral projection, Pleiadians, galactic energy, pretty much all the fun stuff, all the fun woo-woo stuff. So I hope you enjoy. And if you do, please remember to leave a review and subscribe as it really helps the podcast reach more people. But enjoy this week's episode. Hey beauties, before we dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to come on with a reminder that I now offer $25 readings. That is right, just $25. So these readings are a really amazing way for everyone to be able to have access to these psychic oracle readings that I offer without having to invest too much finance into it. And so with these $25 readings, they will be delivered straight to your inbox within 24 hours of placing your order and it will be a recorded video of me doing a three card pull for you and basically it will just be delivered straight to your inbox so it's nice and easy it's a less expensive option for those of you who aren't ready to dive in for a really in-depth reading yet but it's incorporating still channeling with your spirit guides and your energy and any angels that you have around you so it's a really beautiful experience and something that i wanted to be accessible for everyone so you can find those via the link in the show notes okay my loves i'm so excited to get into this week's episode i don't even really know where to start But basically it is my belief and what I I have seen is that when we incarnate on this earth, on planet earth, our souls have all come from different transmissions. So they've all come from different realms, different places, and they all hold different energy. So when we move through lives, we have our past lives, which is where we have incarnated on earth as another being which is something that you can tap into with past life regressions and hypnosis but in between these lives is where our souls go so they travel to different realms and so this is where I want to start talking about fairy realms, elementals, Lemurians, Atlanteans, Pleiadians, There are so many different kinds and you, once you hear the traits of each different one, you'll begin to kind of recognize where people that you know are from. 
And so with these realms, there's quite a few different ones. So the first ones that I want to talk about are the elementals. So the elementals are people like fairies, elves, gnomes, dwarves, that kind of vibe. And so these elementals often will have a very fun, kind of mischievous um, personality to them while also having a little bit of a serious side. But their kind of traits are people who really connect with being in nature, specifically like in the forest, surrounded by trees, around flowers, around gardens. You can generally tell by looking at them as well. So fairies will quite often be almost like quite petite, very smiley, a little bit cheeky, um, quite happy, but can also have like a little bit of a moody, feisty side to them. And think of like Tinkerbell, like her kind of like moody, feisty side, but then think of like your really traditional, like sweet fairy. And that is kind of like the vibe that you get. And then you've got elves, which are a little bit more serious, but again, still feel very at home amongst trees and nature. Um, but they tend to be like quite tall and quite lean, almost like quite a lean athletic build and possibly like a little bit lanky. Um, like long features, long faces and can be like quite serene and almost quite held back. And then when you think of dwarf energy, think of like very jovial, very um, like robust, uh, very like muscular, short, quite stocky builds. And that kind of goes the same with gnomes who are also very, very playful, very cheeky. Um, those very like robust builds can be like quite muscular but quite short they're kind of all of the elementals that I know of and I just want to say as well like I'm not an expert on all of this this is just what I have learned and what I resonate with and I myself very much resonate as a fairy and coming from the fairy realm like I feel completely at home surrounded by trees in the forest and I've actually had like a soul transmission kind of vision where I have gone home to that realm in a forest like with all of these beautiful light beings around me so I know that that is what my soul is and where I go after my incarnations here on earth um, but then we've got Lemurians so Lemurians are basically like water people they're very like mermaid vibes very much feel at home surrounded by the ocean at the beach very much outdoors like think sunlight like clear aqua water Lemuria is actually like a place a realm where they are from and it's got crystal clear water it's beautiful like tropical vibes think kind of like Hawaii those kind of vibes so it's really beautiful but Lemurians are often like really lovely but they can have almost a little bit of a reserved nature think of anyone that you know that's an Aquarian and I immediately kind of um, bring like Aquarian and Lemurian traits kind of together so the zodiac sign Aquarius so very like in their own mind very much have like a poker face you don't really know what they're thinking um, but they very much like respond well to warmth and to the ocean and that's where they feel the most comfortable and they will quite often like look like a mermaid so think of that really like long luscious hair 
beautiful tan skin, like beautiful eyes, like beautiful smiles as well. Their body shape can really vary, but think of anyone that you know that really feels at home and looks at home surrounded by the ocean. They are most likely a Lemurian. And then a different kind of water energy that we've got is the Atlanteans. So think of the lost city of Atlantis that was um, that went underwater. That is literally their realm. And so often people that have transmissioned from Atlantis that are Atlanteans, they can have a really deep sense of fear of like very deep water. So even though they feel at home surrounded by the ocean like Lemurians do, they also have a deep sense of fear of deep water. So that's how you can kind of tell the difference between a Lemurian and an Atlantean. Lemurians will feel at home in the ocean regardless of its depth, like they could be in the open ocean and they'd be totally fine. Whereas Atlanteans have that deep sense of fear of like drowning and of really deep water, but also feel very connected to it. And they also have really similar um, personalities to Lemurians where they're a little bit more reserved. I would say that Atlanteans are a little bit more serene than Lemurians, a little bit less playful, a little bit more serious while still having that really warm kind of energy. But they're almost like a little bit harder to crack through their exterior. So they can have like resting bitch face basically. (laughs) But once you get through that, they're a really beautiful person. So I'm sure many of you have had friends that when you first met them, you didn't think they were very nice. And then you got to know them and they're this beautiful person. That's very much like Atlantean kind of energy. And then we move on to angels and cherubs, which are a little bit more rare. But angels and cherubs are literally like the highest light beings that have chosen to come back to earth to help others like that is their sole mission and their sole purpose and you will know 100% if you have ever met an angel or a cherub because they are the most beautiful people you will ever meet so normally they will literally come across looking like cherub like so they can carry a little bit of extra weight they can have really round faces but they are really warm really caring have a really beautiful energy to them. They're very loving and are here to help people. So they will quite often be in services that are going to help people. So whether that be doctors, paramedics, nurses, or whether they're in, you know, healing. So Reiki, acupuncture, counseling, anything along those lines. And they're they have chosen to come back down and reincarnate even though they have reached like the highest kind of level of ascension within their soul. And so with our souls, basically it is my belief that we choose to continue to reincarnate until we have learned all of the lessons that our soul wants to learn. And once we have had enough lifetimes and we have learned all of those lessons, That's when we then transition into being like spirit guides and angels. Whereas angels have already learned all of these lessons, but they then choose to come back down purely to help others, which is so incredible. And so a lot of the time they will still be working through their own things because they have chosen to have another human experience, but they won't necessarily have that like deep existential kind of not crisis 
but you know those really that really deep inner work that a lot of us go through they're more here to guide people through that so there's such a beautiful energy to have around you and really incredible people to have around you so if you've got any angel and cherub friends definitely hold on to them because they are so beautiful and then we move on to our more kind of galactic energy so our pleiadians arcturians um, Syrians and Lyrans. So these are, if you ever have a friend or if you resonate with this, but if you have ever felt really out of place on planet Earth and if you really resonate with cosmic energy and space and you've always had an affinity for astrology and what's happening outside of our galaxy, then most likely you can relate to one of these galactic beings. And they generally will have this sense of longing for home because Earth just doesn't feel like their homes. So you can imagine like these galactic beings, they're used to being in a galaxy near the constellations. And so when they incarnate on Earth to learn whatever they come here to learn or to also be lightworkers and starseeds and help the collective raise their consciousness together... They can feel that sense of loneliness almost. And these energies will quite often be, you can pick them, like you can pick galactic energy and galactic souls just by looking at people. Picture like people with like really large eyes, really beautiful features, almost like a little bit elven, but a little bit earthly. So a little bit less lean, a little bit shorter. They're a really hard kind of energy to explain. And I'm trying to think of like a celebrity that I can bring forward that kind of looks like them. Almost like Angelina Jolie. Like they look really like otherworldly and they've got those really big, beautiful eyes. And they can be really wise and can literally feel like a little bit alien to us just because their soul's energy is so different to what we're used to. But these light beings are so beautiful and such a gift because they carry this light activation within them to help lift the consciousness of others. So that's why they get the name star seeds. They're here to really raise the activation, to raise the light consciousness and to bring that to earth with us. So these are just some of the energies and the soul incarnations and soul transmission realms where we go to in between our lives. And so you can definitely tap into this energy within yourself. And if you resonate with any of these energies, then definitely start to look into them more. If you enjoyed this, I can definitely do a more in-depth episode. I just wanted to kind of skim the surface just as like a little intro into all of this, because if you haven't really heard about any of this it can be a lot to take in and a lot to think about and I know that when I was first hearing about this all I wanted to do was research and know more but just know that if you do resonate with one of these energies and one of these realms and your soul is like yes that that is where I'm from and like I feel understood then it is possible to go there during your meditation like I said I have gone back to my soul transmission home in a meditation where I could see people that I that I know other fairy energies that I know outside of this life experience outside of this human experience 
And so it's definitely something that you can tap into. And a lot of you know that I also channel the Pleiadians really strongly. And so I believe that I also have a very strong tie to them and to that galactic energy, which is something that I've only recently kind of tapped into. And so these energies can come at you in multifaceted ways. So if you resonate with more than one, that's also fine. But definitely feeling into this and doing some deep thinking work around where you think your soul kind of transmissions to after these incarnations. Have a little think and when you're in a meditation, like ask to go there, ask to be guided there, ask to astral project to that place. You can physically go there and experience and see it. It's a really beautiful way to connect even further with your soul And it's another way of having that self-awareness for some of the traits that you have carried into this lifetime. So this is a really fun episode for me to record. So if you enjoyed it, please let me know because I would love to do more about this. And if you have any more questions on any of the entities or if you want to know about more because there are so many more that we can get into. These are just the main ones that I wanted to touch on. Send me a message, leave a review And let me know that that's what you'd like to hear because I am so happy to bring that in in another episode. But enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you in next week's episode. Okay, so I nearly totally forgot to do the Q&As that came through. So I'm just going to do two of them. Because I don't want this episode to be too long and be broken up into too many segments. But I did say that I was going to answer them. So I thought I would do it at the end of this episode. So the first question that I received was, do you have any relationships in your life that are not working out? And I thought this was a really great, great question because I think sometimes there's a misconception around people who lead a spiritual life that everything is kind of perfect and that all of our relationships are amazing and everything's all like rainbows and butterflies which is so not true and when we begin our spiritual path there are going to be relationships that fall away purely because you are changing and evolving and shifting and sometimes the people around you aren't on that same journey which is absolutely fine and not something to be negative about and if they don't understand then it's not something to resent them for and vice versa so just know that there are always going to be people that come into your life for a reason for both of you to learn something and then sometimes it is the universe's wish for them to fall away and it's time for them to fall away because you have both learned and served each other to the best of your ability So just know that when relationships aren't working out, it just means that you have learned what you were supposed to learn from that person and vice versa because we are all teaching each other and we are all gaining knowledge from each other and gaining lessons from each other. So just keep that in mind. For myself personally, I have a very close-knit group of people around me that I have had around me for a long time and when I say close-knit like I mean there's only a handful of people that I'm very close with and that is absolutely fine because they understand me, they understand my soul, they understand my boundaries and I consider myself very lucky to have that and I consider myself very lucky to have those people. That doesn't mean that I don't have 
other friendships or relationships that have like struggled during my spiritual journey because there definitely have been some struggles but like I said we learn particular lessons of people for a reason and then if that relationship is supposed to fall away then it will so always look at that when you transition through friendships and relationships that it's a new beginning and just have gratitude and love that you're both able to learn something from that relationship I think that's a really beautiful way to look at it and the next question I got which I also thought was really good was are the spirit guides voices and visions ever scary or dark And I've got to say that no, they have never been dark or scary for me in the sense that I've thought it was like a demon coming through or anything like malevolent coming through. It's not to say that they aren't there, just I personally have never experienced that and I very much hold the belief that our spirit guides and our angels and any light beings that are on our light light council only ever come through when they've got our highest good as their intention and I think when you believe that that is going to be the only entities that you're going to interact with whereas when you begin to believe that there are those malevolent beings or those darker forces at work that's when you almost manifest those into your existence and into your being So like I said, this is only my personal experience and I can only speak for myself, but I've only ever had really incredible experiences and visions. The one thing that I will say when I first started to channel the Pleiadians, they have a very, very different energy from like my angels and spirit guides. It's not that they're darker, it's almost like they're a little bit sarcastic. And I've said this in readings to people before, but they kind of laugh at me. which sounds really funny, but when they first came through, they started coming through at night, like just when I was about to kind of transition, um, not when I was falling asleep, like I was still awake, but when I was like laying in bed and getting ready to wind down for the day. And one of the first times they came through, they came up and put their hands in my chest and put pressure on. And because I hadn't channeled them before, I wasn't really sure what was happening but I also knew that they were coming through for my highest good because they still had that warm energy behind them but that's probably the closest experience or vision that I've had where I felt a little bit uncomfortable and a little bit of unsure of what was going on but um, the vision that kind of came through after that was really amazing and I'm so happy to talk about my visions more if that's something that you want to hear about but that's the closest that I've come to being uncomfortable during a vision or a channeled message so no I've never experienced like that dark energy before Um, if any of you have I would love to hear about your experience and whether you think you manifested that um, into your experience and whether you learned something from it I'm really curious because it's not something that I've experienced so I would really love to hear about that but if you have any more questions that you would like me to answer on the podcast then please always DM me I always reply I love hearing from you it makes my soul light up and I love hearing how much you enjoy listening to the podcast it really makes me want to continue doing this and it's something that I really love doing so thank you so much for all of the support and I will see you next week.
thank you for tuning in to this episode of Spiritually Sourced. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you please leave a review and a rating as it really supports the podcast and helps me reach new people. And if you wanted to view more of my content, then you can find me on Instagram at Missy. So that's M-I-S full stop S-E-A. And you can find more about the podcast at Spiritually Sourced on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, my beauties, and I'll see you next week.